Okay, I'm here with Mr. Wiccan. It's Melissa. And let's start off. I'm just going to ask you, like, um, we talked about our colleges, and we, we picked the college and did some requirements. Yeah. So, like, what college did you go to and what did you study? So, I stayed, lo- oops, I stayed local, and I went to Macomb for two years, and I worked carpentry. I do um, stuff because my brother had a job that I used to work with him. And then I went to Oakland my last four or three or four for my major and then for student teaching so Oakland University mm-hmm. yeah I didn't know I didn't really plan on going anywhere else I didn't have any didn't I never was like I gotta go somewhere mm-hmm. I was happy with going to Oakland and you mentioned student teaching so like how long do you student teach for them oh so we did the whole year program so I actually a student a student taught in this room and then I was hired the next year. Oh. Yeah, so I taught here yeah. for the whole year. And I was, I've always been dedicated to like my job to where I think student teaching ended in around April 20th or maybe around this time. And then mm-hmm. you may graduate in May yeah. from college, but I stayed till June, whatever, 10th or something. Like I literally just stayed and taught those classes to the end. And I think that was a big part about getting hired is because they realized this guy wasn't just just like as an FYI just for you in the future like if you're gonna do something and you invest yourself especially if you love it it wasn't a problem to keep coming here yeah mm-hmm. I wasn't good at it it took a long time to become something but of course that's how everything is anything is you know so before this we talked about the lesson thing I tell you so what types of things or like resources do you use in your lesson planning or like your tasks or activities, whatever you yeah. do in class? Well, it changed from, of course, with being six feet apart, and now I'm back to where I was when I was insecure. I would be, like, when you first start teaching, you just, well, I guess it would be more like talking, and then notes, and then worked out a textbook, and that's kind of where I'm stuck now. I think mm-hmm. most, most teachers are. Yeah. Um, There'll be times where I'll will let the kids, because I still have it in me to do the sharing and pairing and talking, find someone who has the same color shirt as you. Mm-hmm. Find that person and I'll time it like 45 seconds. I can't go longer. I'll turn my thing on turbo, you know, <laughs> yeah, high so that way it's sucking in the air and I'm like, all right, so just so you can get up and move, because that's kind of how I run the class is more of a, um, just to get up and moving, just to mm-hmm. share. Yeah. Yeah. I think, what was your question? What kind of lessons? Yeah, like... So a mixture lessons. of, you know, right, you know, uh, trying like, to get... How I was saying, like, to fit the new student's oh, needs and, like, yeah. interests, maybe? Well, like, first run like, through some questions. I don't want to waste something. Give me the other questions. So, <laughs> no. um, is there any other one about lessons? Uh, yeah, it's mostly about lessons. Okay. Because I can we, tell you all of it now, and I just don't want to waste... No, you go for it. I'll, I'll ask some follow-up questions in the between if I need okay, to. Okay, so lessons. Yeah. All right, so lessons. Okay, so you take NWEA. You have, and what we're supposed to do, and what they do at the elementary is get your reading, math, and science scores. Mm-hmm. So I'll look at every student's reading score and then figure out what that student's ability is. Are they high, are they low, are they, are they low? low medium high medium or high you were high mm-hmm. for example you were fine you could read at a high school level yeah. or beyond your grade level or beyond mm-hmm. the ninth grade 
So tasks that I would have, I would do the end newsella assignments. I don't know if you remember. Any I remember those. that. So what you guys would probably see like one, two, three, and four, because you'd be sitting in seat one, two, three, and four. I would know that whoever sat at four, if I made that the smart person, that they would be getting the grade level or above reading. Mm -hmm. The person next to them would be a high medium. They would get either grade level. Below would be maybe eighth grade level-ish or seventh. And then the one that was really low reader would be maybe sometimes, you wouldn't believe it, but you have kids in your grade that were like third or fourth grade reading level. Yeah. Those are the kids that cause the problems. And I'll give you a quick example. If I give everyone the same assignment, that's your mm -hmm. grade level, the person who can't read for shit is gonna be like, I have to go to bed, right? Or I don't wanna do this, or I'll go to sleep, cause it's hard. Mm -hmm. They'll say, screw this, right? Cause yeah. they don't know how to read. Oh, so yeah. why the hell are they gonna read a document that's so hard for them? So I would go through and find everyone's reading level and then um, give them each readings. And then you guys wouldn't know because all the pictures were the same, but the questions were different. So when I say ones go with ones, they're answering all the same questions, but it's all about the same topic. But you all would finish at the same time because it was all at your reading level. Yeah. It took a lot of work. I so bet. So much work. Mm -hmm. But it was so worth it. So once you create that, did you have that like since the beginning of your teaching career? Or like, no. did you add that on? That was probably five years ago. Cause I realized, kind of went through stages. So I was okay. Then I got good. Then I had married kids. Didn't have a lot of extra time, so I just kind of did status quo stuff. Just kind of stayed afloat with assignments and essays. And then once the kids got older, I realized I'm, I, I feel like I'm not as good as some of the new teachers are being hired. Like, I need to step up my game. So then I went to a bunch of trainings, like summer's mm -hmm. worth training. Yeah. And that's where I picked this stuff up. Mm -hmm. The disciplining, like win-win discipline is another one um, where turn every problem into a win win-win situation yeah that's why I mean even though I mean yeah yeah I'm yeah. good right now I feel like I'm, I'm good like, <laughs> like I feel like there's nothing that can I mean by the time you go through students and have all these students and then you have stuff in your back pocket mm -hmm. tools you know yeah like you learned everything because yes. we talked about like reflecting on like your past like lessons mm -hmm. like modifying it like you've done that probably because you said yeah. Just that, that you have everything in the bag, you feel like confident now. Yeah, confident with whatever level, whatever assignment. I mean, there's times where I'll look at my old lesson plans and think, oh my God, I would never use that. Mm -hmm. But at the time, it was all I had, and it was good. That, it that's what Miss Foster said, too. Yeah, yeah, it just happens. Mm -hmm. Strange. It would work, and it did work. Mr. Foster was always really good. He was always really good. Mm -hmm. Always, like, I always tried to wanted to be as good as he is. Of course he has flaws too, but. Um, so in your lessons plans, like do you, like if you change it or like modify it, like you said, does that you think benefit the students, like make them more engaged? Yeah, so it makes them more engaged. And then <clears throat> with what you, luckily you got to experience what I did wholeheartedly. And so there's a difference between having the four seats together and doing what I did compared to just having people in groups of four. So what I would notice is I'd walk through the school and I'd say, oh, people at the desk in groups of four, but they're just doing it so it's not, they're not doing all the extra stuff like I was putting in. Yeah. 
I wish they all were. Um, but uh, having people share answers with their solar partners, even if it wasn't perfect every time. So for example, here's my question. Let's look at this, let's read this. Before we share out, talk to the person next to you about your answer. So if this person doesn't know it, at least they're hearing it from this person that I know smart. Or a face partner, let's figure out the answer. Mm -hmm. So now when I hit the buzzer and it lands on Joe Schmo who didn't get it, it's not like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. They can say like, I heard what they said. I can hear what they said. Or the round robin. They, they answer, they answer, they answer. Now it's back to me. So now if it's like all oh, number one, let's see. What, one, seat four, team one, or seat one, team four. I know that one heard everybody say it. One's my lowest person that's not the smartest person, but they heard three other people that were high, medium, and they're gonna have an answer. Mm -hmm. So it makes makes it easier for that person to learn because they're learning. Mm -hmm. And it makes it so when you do random stuff, like random, random calling constantly, it makes everyone either on their toes or it makes everyone talk. Yeah. So even if I say, share out with your shoulder partner, they're at least talking. Because you could, you've been in class where you've never said a word probably before. Oh, totally. Right? It's yeah, easy, for sure. right? You can hide out. You know this person, that person, that person, that person are going to answer 90% of the questions. Mm -hmm. And those are your hogs, they call them. Like, hogging the answer. Yeah. Even though they're excited. They're not, oh, yeah. They don't think they're doing anything wrong. They just love being in school. <laughs> or they love that class. So it's not their fault. Uh -huh. And the teacher feels like, shit, I nailed it. Like, I nailed my... I nailed... I, we rocked and rolled today, but you forget that the logs are the people that are sitting in back, either on their phones or sleeping because yeah. they don't get it. They don't have to say anything because they're not getting called on. Maybe they get called on just to like make sure that they're paying attention, but then you just kind of create conflict. Yeah. So it's about trying to make the environment comfortable and safe. That's yeah. like that's my goal. Mm -hmm. If you can make everyone comfortable and safe for anything, yeah. you're gonna be you're gonna make people happy that's the thing. especially in this like right now yeah we're doing virtual and stuff that's harder to do because we can't yeah connect with sure. people and stuff like right. that sure is. so i have one last question and then we're done um i just want to know what's like one trait that you have makes you a strong teacher you think? or like just overall what's a straight like a trait that teachers have yeah well i know that every teacher so it's always it always amazes me what the freshmen will come in and how they'll, who they'll, who their favorite teacher will be. Mm -hmm. So, Tanner will say, I love Mr. Stump. And I think, man, Mr. Stump, hard, not hard, but he's like, cut and dry, tell you how it is. Mm -hmm. You know, like, just brah, 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 brah. Yeah. He'll yell at you, he'll make fun of you. And then they'll go to Mrs. Cooper. Oh, I love Mrs. Cooper. Mm -hmm. Or they'll say, I love Mr. Not, 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 he says, I love Mr. Reed so much. But some people like Mr. Reed. Um, so, and I look and I just think, God, I try to be so, I try to do everything right and try to be so positive and give them all this stuff. And of course, they probably won't say you're my favorite. So if they do say you're my favorite, it's because they're being too. But anyway, <laughs> um, every student has like things that they like or need yeah. and what they find attractive whether it's like their mom or like their dad or like their uncle that they like or just the way that they learn so 
I don't know what makes me unique or not unique. I always think it's interesting where students will think I'm easy. Hap, like I just want to tell them, gosh damn, I work so hard to make shit easy. Yeah. Like I yeah, made like shit I said, work. teachers do a lot of work. Uh-huh. Like I made lessons, like I made that certain reading for you and I made your test modified that you know, so like, yeah, of course. Oh week it was easy. I you know, he gave me an answer. <laughs> yeah, okay. But, but you're doing that to like help us, not just right. like because right. some teachers don't do that. They like figure it out yourself, but that's uh-huh. why we don't like them. Right. There you go. Right, right, and right. But then if it's a higher flyer, you know, they're probably like, damn, what's he Like, how that dummy? Like, Annika Prisby would be working her ass off because I'm pushing her at her level or above where someone else was going like, he's easy. Or I get it. I understand. I got a good score. But it's all on their level. Mm-hmm. Not just, because I don't want someone to fail. What does that get me? It's nothing. nothing. Like, it doesn't teach them a lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lessons to learn in it. Like, I let Stump handle all that, but it's like, I'd rather work hard to make you understand something or comfortable or want to stay after or feel bad for not understanding mm-hmm. something. Where I'm like, man, you have to oh, stay after or I'll redo it. Like, that's this whole thing of, there's a book called Maka. It's called The Prince. Mm-hmm. You ever hear about that from Mr. Oh. Gandhi? It's, it's, it's an age-old question. Do you want to be respected or feared? What's a good leader do? Respected. Or some people will say it's, it's great fear. to have make kid, people fear. Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. strike the fear of God in them, and they'll do whatever I want. Where I'm more of the respect. Like, I can leave my wallet out. I can leave money out. Like, I would hope people would be like, I wouldn't want to steal from them. Or that yeah. type of thing, right? Yeah, so respected for sure. But some people, like, just strike fear in people. Mm-hmm. Make them scared as hell. Have yeah. a bunch of rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happens. You know, it's, it's 50-50 usually most of the time. Right? But, so what do you think in this school? Is it more people more lax? The teacher is more relaxed? Or um, no. Some you don't want I mean, yeah, to it depends, it depends on the teacher, honestly. Right. Sure because, does, right? and even, like, the, the subject. Because, like, Carlson doesn't have, like, those lesson plans. He just teaches you equation or something, how to do equation. But basically, you have to teach, like, a whole, right. like, war or something. Right, so it's right. just how you teach it and stuff. Right, right. I know, because they'll sometimes say, like, why do you why do you stress out over AP when I would teach AP or, or essays? But I'm like, I, I got to read essays, and then you got to rewrite them, and then they gotta re- then you got to recheck check them again. And yeah. Like, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't go, like, well, I could just do multiple choice. No, but, but like, it also doesn't show anymore. like what the student's teaching. I'm mean, learning. Because yeah. then you realize I'm gonna make multiple choice questions that are difficult. But then I'm thinking, why am I trying to trick? Them? Yeah. Why am I trying to trick no. the kids? But then if you give them two, it's like this fine line. You took AP World, right? No, I took regular. Okay, but either way, you took World, where the questions got harder. Mm-hmm. But it's like, not out, not about tricking kids. Mm. It's nice. It's just, it's, yeah. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's a fine line. But I'll show you my cards that I make. I might yeah. even have yours. You, you can probably have one. Okay. Well, thank you, Mr. Wickham, yeah, for no, doing this. No